For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Fifth Street Soccer presented by betonline.ag. Welcome to this special coronavirus edition of Fifth Street Soccer. So much to talk about uh, in the absence of any form of competitive football to talk about. And, you know, I, I talk about competitive football. Let's, let's face it, folks. In the absence of any sort of competitive sports at all. We're all hunkered down. We're all waiting for Armageddon. I don't know about you, but I've uh, sharpened up my Michonne ninja sword and made sure my chainsaw has lots of gas in it for when the zombies come a-knocking. But sport is a thing we only dream about at this point in our lives. We should be celebrating the joys of March Madness instead it's true madness. I'm here in Las Vegas, so I'll give you a little story when I come back after break. But just because sport is not being played doesn't mean that there are not stories of interest, stories worthy of discussion, stories worthy of opinion. Of course, the biggest news of all is the Euro 2020 tournament has now been postponed until 2021. That is a huge t story. Uh, the fact that uh, UEFA are looking at a, quote, mini tournament for uh, deciding the Europa League and the Champions League is another story. And, of course, uh, the ongoing dispute at U.S. soccer and issues around U.S. soccer and their most ill-advised legal team, Boy, oh boy, the most tone-deaf people on the planet. Those are the topics on the table. Lots to talk about on this coronavirus edition. Uh, a little programming note when we come back after the show. By the way, I'd like to welcome our men and women in uniform around uh, the world listening courtesy of the American Forces Network. And, of course, if you're listening on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, as well as Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports, uh, I welcome you to the show. I'm with you Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm going to do my best to bring you new shows daily. Uh, of course, the situation with the shelter in place, a little bit uh, creating a bit of a problem, but uh, we'll do the best we can. I uh, hope you'll bear with us. Hope you'll stay with us. I'll be right back after the break. Hey, Fifth Street Soccer is presented by Bet Online. And while you're waiting this out at home, and this, of course, being the coronavirus, while you're hanging out with us, you can still have some fun betting at betonline.com. I know, I know, no March Madness, uh, no Champions League, no Premier League, no Europa League, no Euro 2020s now. 
And we'll see about the Olympics. I'm going to bet money that's not going to happen either. But look, betonline.com still has hundreds of places to wager, including their online casino. They've got poker. They've got blackjack. Let's have a little fun at betonline.ag. And look, sports, they're not totally done because we've still got mixed martial arts, American Idol. We've got the elections, the spelling bee. And provided that, you know, the coronavirus doesn't interfere with What's happening around July, we've, of course, got the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, uh, you know, with, uh, uh, it's an incredible, but I love the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, by the way. I've been practicing eating hot dogs, uh, and I'm not doing so well at it, but, you know, I can do maybe one, uh, and i now got to have a drink and some chips, but these guys, you know, they slap down hundreds of them. Uh, look, they're still fun to be had, so go to betonline.com, use the promo code MYPOD. 100. That's my pod, P-O-D, M-Y-P-O-D 100. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right, folks. For my listeners only, you get 50% off with your promo code, my pod 100. Bet online. Uh, the fun never ends. Of course, Joey Chestnut, the guy I was thinking about, name eluded me. Uh, Joey Chestnut, the reigning Nathan's hot dog champion. Oh, be sure to go to betonline.com. And have a little fun while you can. Fun in short supply these days, no doubt. All right, welcome back. Fifth Street Soccer presented by BetOnline.ag. Great to be with you, folks. Uh, sport. Fun. Entertainment. You know, when the powers that be sit up in their ivory castles and say, you will stay at home, you will lock the door, you will not go out, you will not congregate at restaurants, you will not do this, you will not do that. Look, that is for our physical health, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you that they're wrong. That's probably, you know, fair enough, right? That's what we got to do to slow the pace of this virus. And I am not a doctor. I am not a virologist. I may have plenty of viruses that you won't want to catch from me, but uh, <laughs> that doesn't make me a virologist. Ah, sorry. It's one of those days. And while we're all sequestered in place or sheltering in place or doing whatever it is we have to do, uh, it, it, it's a nightmare. I mean, I, look, I live in Las Vegas, folks, and you know, this is the city that never sleeps. You can talk all you want about New, New York, the city that never sleeps. Ah, it does. Walk around Manhattan at 4 o'clock in the morning. Generally, not a ton of stuff going on, especially these days, but that's not the point of this discussion. I'm in Las Vegas, 4 o'clock in the morning. You go to the casinos, man, they are thumping and bumping, and the horrible Top 40 music's playing, and the, the machines are all playing off. Cha-ching, da-ding, buffalo, all of that sort of stuff. Always a rock and rolling here in Las Vegas. It's one of the reasons I love to live here, not because I like to spend my lifetime in casinos, but because I really enjoy the, the energy and the bustle, the constant. I can go grocery shopping at 3 in the morning here in Las Vegas. I love it. I was out yesterday, and I heard that they were shutting the casinos down. The governor of Nevada came up and said, they're going to shut all the casinos down. Now, they'd already shut the sports book down, obviously, because there's no sports. But for them to shut the casinos down, those machines, was unbelievable. So I immediately got in my car and I ripped up to Red Rock in Summerlin, which is one of my favorite casinos here in Las Vegas. 
And I thought, you know what? It's nine o'clock at night. I got three hours. Let me sit down at a nickel machine and be the last guy out the door. And you know what, folks? I was. I sat at a nickel machine. I lit up a big cigar. You know, the sort of thing that really just irritates the crap out of everybody around you. There was no one there. And literally, these guys came in and shut every one of the multiple thousands of machines on the floor of this casino down while I sat there and played uh, my nickel video poker <laughs> until 11.59 and 59 seconds, and then they hovered over me and pushed the off button. <laughs> That's the way it is. I had to be the last one. A little story there. But yeah, it's dark here. But look, where I'm going with this is we talk about our physical health, right? But what about our mental health? How important is it to have something, to have something to get your teeth into, to have something or somebody to cheer for, to have something that is so ridiculous that it shouldn't mean anything to you? Look, I've supported Liverpool Football Club since I was a small boy. You can ask yourself why. Well, I mean, I know why, but I mean, is the reason, is this a reasonable reason? Is this really a, just, a justification to put as many hours physically and emotional capital that I've spent with my team over the decades? No, it's the most ludicrous, nonsensical, ridiculous thing you could possibly imagine. It's 22 sweaty men kicking a ball around a field has us absolutely enthralled about with it. And it doesn't matter whether it's that or 10 men in basketball. or y y You know where I'm going with this, right? It's illogical. It's nonsensical. But it is passion. And it's what we as human beings need. We need social interaction. We need entertainment. I'm sorry, there's only so much binge-watching I can do of Netflix. You know why? Because sport is the ultimate, the only true unscripted reality show out there today. Well, and it's not out there today, but you know what I mean. You can watch your Kardashians. You don't think they know what the end of every episode is going to be. Yeah, they may not have a script to get them from point A to point B, but they know that they scripted out the story in general. Let's go back to Istanbul. 2005. Are you telling me that anybody in their right mind knew what that script was going to be? Seriously. That is why sport is the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate reality show and it's not just istanbul 2005 last year in the champions league my god do you remember that Whew. wow can you remember that liverpool go to spain they're down three nil to barcelona everybody's saying they're done they're dusted they're out the best team in the world the leo messi's gonna gonna kill gonna do it you know liverpool can never come back from that and the script is written in stone. Barcelona will advance to the final of the Champions League, where they will be crowned champions again. But wait a minute. This is the greatest unscripted reality show in the modern era. Sport. What happens? They go back to Anfield, and Barcelona repeat the meltdown of the year before, give up four goals without scoring one in return and get knocked out of the semifinals. I mean, who you couldn't you can't write this stuff, right? 
You can't write that entertainment. You can't write that emotion, whether it was the unmitigated, unrestrained joy of Liverpool supporters like myself or terrible sadness and deep depression of Barcelona supporters worldwide. Come on now. Where, where are you going to get that? That's We need that. We We need that. And as we sit in our homes and we read the depressing news and the stock market going through the floor and, you know, you can't, you're out of work because all the restaurants and bars and shops that are deemed non-essential have been shut down. We need that. We need that. We need the, the games that entertain the masses during the Roman Empire. Our games are modern sport, March Madness, NHL, Premier League football. Serie A, La Liga, Champions League, Europa League, Bundesliga. Oh, God, do I have to mention MLS? All right, well, I'm going to go to break. But you know where I'm going with this, folks. Our mental health is just as important. And I think that is being forgotten in this. And I'm going to tell you what I think when I come back, what should be done. Let's also take a look and talk about some of the other topics going around the world of football in this footballless coronavirus edition of Street Soccer, presented by betonline.ag. Sex and drugs and rock and roll Is all my brain and body need Sex and drugs and rock and roll Silly way. All right. <laughs> oh, it just seems like science fiction, doesn't it? Now, sex and drugs and rock and roll. There's not even a restaurant open for you to take a date to if you want to go out with somebody uh, that you've got your eye on. There's no movie theaters to go out and cuddle up to. No concerts to go to. Ah, sex and drugs and rock and roll. The things that science fiction dreams are made of these days. Welcome back to the show, Fist Street Soccer, presented by betonline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. This special coronavirus edition, I say special coronavirus edition because there's no sport, period. There's nothing to talk about. Well, And that is a lie, by the way. I'm lying to you already. You see that? There's lots to talk about, but I, I can't talk to you about a game or a result. I can tell you the results of your, uh, UEFA's meeting. They've decided to push the champions, pardon me, the Euro 2020 tournament, which was scheduled to take place around Europe. They have decided to postpone that until 2021, which I think, by the way, is very prudent. Uh, and the understanding there and the good news for fans of the beautiful game worldwide is what that is suggesting to you is that uh, UEFA have said, we understand that the domestic leagues that were not able to finish their league season are going to need to do that. And then are going to need time to rest their players before, hopefully, the season starts again. So, what they're doing is they're essentially saying, our big money-spinning tournament, we're going to postpone that for a year so that the leagues can finish. And I think that bodes well for all of us as fans of the game and certainly bodes well 
uh, for those of us that are fans of the European leagues. And look, I like the Euros. I like the World Cup. Don't get me wrong. I mean, but international football for me doesn't hold the same cachet, charm and flavor that it once did. Now for me, uh, you know, for me, the Premier League is everything followed closely maybe by the Champions League, uh, you know, Euro 2020, World Cup. I mean, that's fine. It's nice. From a betting standpoint, it's great because everybody loves to bet that. But but just from the standpoint in general of, you know, do I find it as exciting as the Champions League or the big Euro Leagues? No, I don't. I don't at all. For the same reason that many, many years ago, I said, uh, when asked about women's football, did I watch it? And I said, no, not really. I, I like to watch the game played at its highest level. And by the way, I regret that statement, and I, and, and I explained that in the last show, and I'll explain it again in the next segment when we get to the uh, U.S. soccer nonsense. I, I like the game at the highest level, and, I, and I'm sorry. You know, right now, club teams, uh, Liverpool, Man City, Barcelona, Madrid, Juventus, PSG, well, maybe not PSG. You know, these are the best teams in the world. This is the best football you're going to see in the world when they play, of course. But you're, you're not going to see that same level of football, that same collection of world-class players uh, on an international team. Yeah, you may get one that's stacked with three or four big world-classes that play on those big teams. But generally, top to bottom, you're not going to find that level of talent on an international team, whether it's the Euros, whether it's for the World Cup. Uh, it's not the game played at its highest level. It's, it's a different kind of game. And I'm going to use the same argument for you in the next segment if you stay with me, and I hope you do. But they've decided to postpone the Euros to let the, to let the European seasons play out in full, which I think is good. Look, in England, the issue is this. What happens to Liverpool? They are by far the runaway team. They have more, they've lost one game, drawn one all season, 29 games, I think, so far. They are two wins away from mathematically winning the Premier League. It, would it be remotely fair to them to cancel the season? The answer is no. But you have to look at this objectively. You have to say, well, okay, hold on a minute. And by the way, you know, I'm, as I said, for the umpteenth time, both this show and on many others, and if you've been following me uh, broadcasting football for the last 20 years, I shouldn't have to keep broadcasting this. But, you know, I'm a Liverpool supporter, obviously. So getting a win here in the Champions, in the in the Premier League after 30 years is uh, delightful. But 29 games in, Liverpool two wins away from tying this beast up for good. Oh, and by the way, the next match that was scheduled was away at Manchester City. That wasn't a huge match. God knows what is. So if you say, well, let's just say we stop the season now, it's fair to give Liverpool, we all agree it's fair to give Liverpool the, the, the trophy, right? I mean, no one is catching Liverpool in the remaining nine games of the season. Correct? You agree with me on that? They got 82 points. Man City next in line, 57 points, game in hand. Let's say they win that. That's 60 points. They're 22 points behind Liverpool. There is not a hope in hell anybody's catching Liverpool. So if you end the season today, yes, Liverpool should be given the trophy for winning it. Absolutely, that would be the right thing to do. However, hold on a minute. Hold your horses. Because what happens at the other end of the table? Is it fair to send Bournemouth down when they have the same amount of points as West Ham and Watford? 
is it fair to send Aston Villa down to the championship? Because there are still 10 games to play for Villa. And by the way, I said eight games for Liverpool. You'll excuse me. Nine games. Um, my math is bad. 10 games for Aston Villa. They're right there. They can get out of the drop zone. Is it fair to send those three down? So yes, it's fair to give Liverpool the trophy, but no, it's not fair to send West Ham, Watford, keep West Ham and Watford up, but send Bournemouth, Villa and Norwich down? Hmm. That seems like a little bit of a hypocrisy, I, I do admit. And then what do you do with the Champions League? Okay, Man City have this ban, and, and right now I can tell you the court of arbitration in sport is not meeting anytime soon. So we can assume that ban is going to stick for the next season in the Champions League. So, okay. So what do you do? Give Leicester, Chelsea, and United Champions League spots? But hold on a minute. Wolverhampton Wanderers are only two points off of United. Sheffield United, they're, they're within a shout of that fifth spot too. You know, it's so arbitrary to say, I'll stop it now. And I'll give the title to Liverpool, which, they sh which they've earned. No one's catching Liverpool. We agree on that. Everybody agrees on that. But Chelsea and United can be caught. Bournemouth and Villa can be caught. No one's catching Norwich. They're rubbish. They're going now. But Bournemouth and Villa can still work themselves out of the relegation zone. So why is that fair? So it brings up this, this problem, this big problem. It's a huge problem. Now, look, Karen Brady at uh, West Ham United said, there's no way. If they cancel the season, no one wins. No one loses. No one's relegated. We just replay the season out. Is that fair? No. Is that fair for Liverpool? No. Is that fair for Norwich? No. They should go down. They've had a rubbish season. Is that fair for Leeds United, who are top of the championship? They should be coming up. No, it's not fair. There's no fairness there. The only fairness is to play out the rest of the season. So <coughs> if we make the assumption, and by the way, I'm not coughing because I have coronavirus. I'm coughing because I have been talking loudly. And as I mentioned to you yesterday, I had a cigar last night. So... The only real thing you can do here is to say we've got 10 games left in this season. And let's just say the season is unable to start until May of next year. You know what you do, folks? You start, instead of starting with the next season in May, you play the 10 games of this season out in May, and then you move forward and play the remaining 38 games of the, that season. You have to play these 10 games out. You have to. There is no fair and just way to do this otherwise. It's a physical impossibility to come up with a solution, a Solomon-like solution that takes care of this issue. It's just It just can't happen. So that's the way I see it. It has to be played. Look, if they can play it between now, maybe these restrictions are lifted sometime in the summer. Or quite frankly, all it's going to take is for them to lift the restrictions enough that these teams can play these games behind closed doors, which is where I think we're going with this in the next 60 days. I think the uh, various football leagues will decide that they can play these games behind closed doors. Maybe uh, players have all been self-isolated and cleared of coronavirus and everything else and they've got sterile environments for them to train in and so that they can play behind closed doors and not worry about getting coronavirus, and so they go from there. Who knows? Maybe we'll have a vaccine by then. Maybe that's wishful thinking, but that's the thought. And that's the way I think it's going to go. So they're going to play them behind closed doors in a couple months, 
or else they're going to wait and they'll just tack it on before the beginning of the next season when they're ready to play it. And so we'll have a 49-game season next year. It'll be tough on the players for sure, but they've had a nice long rest this season to make up for it. I don't think they've had a rest this long in God knows how long. So that's the way to do it. That's my solution. And of course, if you listen to this show, Fifth Street Soccer, presented by betonline.ag, you know I have a load of solutions for you Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Pacific, live on the Sports Byline Network. Also, coming to you live on Dan Patrick Sports, Sirius XM 211. I hope you'll make me a regular part of your week. You can find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. You can find me also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk. And if you're listening on one of our digital platforms, whether that's iHeartRadio, TuneIn, or the award-winning SiriusXM app, it's great to be with you. By the way, if you missed any part of this show or any of the shows uh, that we do throughout the week, you can always catch up with our podcast. We are available on the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V. That's the Believe Podcast Network. And uh, before we go to break, I just want to thank everybody at all these networks for standing by and making these shows happen in the face of uh, what is basically The Walking Dead without the zombies. I'll be right back after this. Hey, what's up? I don't know about you, but I'm super excited about this new sponsor for our show. Look, style is changing. Formal wears out. (laughs) The T-shirt, finally, is in. Wow, true classic tees. Well, they're my favorite. They're based in L.A., and they're a T-shirt company that is on the rise. Their T-shirts are soft. They hold up in the wash. Uh, And that's a huge thing, by the way. I mean, I put my T-shirts through the wash, and they come out. They look either like a a hanky, or they look like they're some tent for somebody, and the neck's all rubbish. Well, these true classic tees, they don't do that, folks. They hold up beautifully in the wash, and they're incredibly versatile. You could wear them out. You could wear them to work. You could wear them around the house. And by the way, we'll be doing a lot more of that in the future. You could also wear them to sleep in. And by the way, the best part, they're incredibly cheap. They're only 15 bucks, and now you can get them for even less. Go to trueclassictees.com. That's trueclassictees.com. Use the code to check out B-L-E-A-V. By the way, that's the name of our podcast network, the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V. Get 20% off. That's Believe and believe at trueclassictees.com. Back to History Soccer presented by betonline.ag. And uh, in case I didn't mention this to you before, look, while you're waiting this uh, nonsense out at home, and I don't mean nonsense in a bad way, well, it is in a bad way because this uh, virus thing is terrible. Uh, look, you can still have some fun betting at betonline.com. I know there's no March Madness, there's no Champions League, no Premier League, blah, 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 blah. But look, BetOnline. They've still got hundreds of places to wager, including their online casino with poker and blackjack. They've got mixed martial arts, American Idol, the elections, the spelling bee, Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Will Joey Chestnut do it again? They're still fun to be had. Go to betonline.com and use the promo code MYPOD100 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. For my listeners, that's 50% off with your promo code MYPOD100. Bet online, the fun never ends. 
Uh, all right, so we were talking about what to do in the Premier League and uh, saying how unfair it would be, really, to kind of end the season right now. Not, not for Liverpool, because everybody agrees Liverpool has won this season. But if you're going to give it to Liverpool, you have to then send Bournemouth, Villa and Norwich down. You have to give the Champions League to Leicester, Chelsea and Man United. And that's not really fair to Bournemouth and Villa, who still were a shout of getting out of the drop zone. And that's not really fair to Wolves and Sheffield and maybe maybe even Tottenham, who, who are within a ch- have a chance, I suppose, even Arsenal have a chance of uh, making that fifth spot. So that, in a, in a nutshell, is why they have to play the remaining nine or ten games of the season out uh, whenever they resume play. And if it ends up being that they wouldn't resume play till May of next year, when next year's Premier League season would start, you have to play these ten games out first and then move on. Finish what you started, folks. That's what I believe firmly. However, as I mentioned in the last segment, I think in the next couple of months they'll probably start playing and they'll be playing behind closed doors. All right, well, let's talk about the other big story, of course, and that is this ridiculous Carlos Cadero resigns from U.S. soccer. We spoke about this last week a little bit. And, you know, it's amazing to me, really, that... U.S. soccer's attorneys would have the chutzpah, to use a Yiddish term, to claim that the women of the U.S. women's program, whether that's U.S. women's national team, national team pool, blah, blah, blah. I'm saying that a lot today. It must be a side effect of the virus. Whether the U.S. women's program, that they don't have equal play because they're not as strong as men. They're not as fast as the men. They're not as good as the men. They couldn't beat the men if they played the men. That is the stupidest argument I could possibly imagine anybody making. And Carlos Cordero resigns, not because he said this. He didn't. It was the U.S. soccer attorneys that said it. He resigned because he didn't stop them from saying it, because he didn't really read what the pleadings were. And, you know, therefore, he's not really doing his job. And, by the way, he did. And I will say this. I will tip my hat. I will doff my hat, sir, to Mr. Cordero. Not because I thought he was good at his job, because I didn't. Not because I thought he was the right guy for the job, because I didn't. Not that I thought he should remain at the job, because I don't. I'm going to doff my hat at him, because he did something that very few people these days, including our president, want to do. And I'm sorry for getting political with you here for a minute. He accepted responsibility for his actions. Look, in the old days, if you did something wrong, if if, if, so, if you were the boss of an organization and something happened that you got egg on your face or you caused great embarrassment uh, to the organization, you did the right thing. You said, I am the boss. I'm resigning. I'm going to fall on my sword for the good of the organization. And look, say what you want about Carlos Cordero, and I will say a lot of things about him. The man has my respect because he had the balls. And I'm not mincing words here. The FCC, they're at home working from home right now, I think. He had the balls to resign and recognize that he fell down doing his job. His job should have been to make sure those pleadings never went out in that format. He should have looked at them. He should have been cognizant as to the hurt and the insult that this would give. Look, the women's program is different. Women are different than men. That's why women like men and men like women, right? 
We're different. We're different people. And by the way, not all men like women. <laughs> women like men, but you know what I mean. You, you get the gist. We are separate but equal in terms of being different people. Women, yes, they're not as strong physically as men. That's called sexual dimorphism. And of course, there's exceptions to every rule here. I'm sure there's some women out there that could beat the living bejesus out of me. But as a whole, that's the way it is. These are different games. They're different nuances. There's different people that like it. I mean, look, the women's game is so important to the growth of soccer globally. And I'm no longer saying in the United States, by the way. The men's game the men's game is as uh, is, is as accepted globally as it can be. Where's the growth going to come in the men's game? Maybe China. Maybe India. But outside of China and India, where, where are you going to get growth in the men's game, folks? FIFA is in every country of the world. The men's program is in every country of the world. Every country wants to make the World Cup finals. I didn't say the World Cup final. I said the World Cup finals. You know what I mean? The actual tournament itself that culminates in the final. But it's the women's game that there's so much room for growth. And the fact that we can open up this wonderful game to 50% of the other half of the population and provide young girls and women and women athletes globally a, a future in the game, how great is that? Does this even have to be compared to the men's game? Do you have to look and say, yeah, but men are bigger and stronger? I'll say, yeah, but women are softer and nicer and smell better. But I mean, you know, who cares? What's that got to do with it? Nothing. Not a bloody thing. The fact of the matter is that where the U.S. has excelled is not at the men's game. Our national team is rubbish. Our league is secondary or tertiary, is basically crap. But the women have bl not just had success, they've created and driven a whole new business in global football, folks. And I'm sorry. <laughs> they have by far eclipsed the achievements of the men, not on the field in terms of success, because, yeah, look, it's a lot easier to win the Women's World Cup than it is to win the Men's World Cup particularly given the development of different programs over different eras. And by the way, taking nothing away from the enormous achievement of the U.S. women on, on the pitch. So this is not what I mean by that, so please don't take me wrong. What I mean is that the achievement on the pitch is one thing, but their achievement in, in building <coughs> a, a new sport has been nothing but astounding and worthy of our respect and admiration. And the money that they've brought in globally to the U.S., soccer federation through the desire of brands to associate themselves with everything this is the most american of things you can imagine and it's gone global these are strong powerful women educated athletes driven to succeed and win not playing second fiddle to anybody, unapologetic. These are strong women. These are strong like America. Come on. If you're not a global American brand, a global brand, don't you want to associate yourself with that uh, as opposed to a men's team? Ah, here's an average to middling, not very good men's team. 
No, you want the women. And U.S. soccer, why can't they see that? I, they don't need equal pay. They should have more pay because they bring more to the table. They represent the U.S. better. It's so short-sighted and so stupid. And by the way, you're talking to the misogynist that 20 years ago said, I'm not interested in women's soccer. It's not the game at its highest level. It's not if you compare football and football, but these are different games. It's women's football and men's football. And by the way, I have actually come to enjoy watching women's football. It's a very different game. It's more nuanced. It's more tactical. It's very, very interesting. And I enjoy it. And it is physical and, and, and fast at times. It's good stuff. I would rather watch uh, women's football internationally than MLS, if that gives you any idea of how I feel about our domestic league. But leave that, be that as it may. <coughs> so, should Carlos Cadero have resigned? Of course. But I'm going to go a step further. Not only should Carlos Cadero resign, U.S. soccer is an anachronism. It's full of cronyism. It's full of backroom deals and smoky backroom deals and my hands in your wallet and your hands in my wallet, this incestuous relationship with Soccer United marketing. It's a money funnel for Major League Soccer. It is essentially a rubber stamp organization for the powers that be. U.S. soccer needs to not go. Soccer House doesn't need a change in leadership. Soccer House needs to be abolished and shut forever, foreclosed upon, sold to the highest bidder, gone, finished, Make condos out of it. Let's reopen the new U.S. Soccer Association, or whatever we want to call it, whatever the sanctioning body becomes, under new management, new ownership. People that are smart, people that aren't vested in the old cronyism and the status quo, people that can see the women's program for the genius that it is, and people that can look at the men's program and the development academies and all of these things, and people that can see MLS's influence in the U.S. Soccer Association, if that's what we want to call it, and stop it and make it fair and even the playing field. Let's have an organization that does that. So let's not just put a new person in charge, although I believe the woman they have in there right now is very able. Let's make her the head of a new organization and empower her to make change and do the right thing and build soccer here in America for the decades and generations going forward because they deserve it, folks. We deserve it. We all deserve it. Those are my thoughts. Love to hear from you. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Fistry Sports Talk. All right, I'm going to take a break. I'll be right back to wrap it up on this coronavirus edition of Fist Street Soccer uh, presented by betonline.ag. I'll be right back after this. Uh, sequestered edition, this sheltered-in-place edition of Fifth Street uh, Soccer presented by BetOnline.ag. Uh, Hope you've enjoyed the show. Remember, I'm with you Monday through Friday as best I can during this epidemic, this pandemic. I would like to thank all of our sponsors, BetOnline, and of course, True Classic Tees. Without them, 
I am not able to come to you and bring you what I hope is the uh, mental stimulation and entertainment that you deserve in the absence of uh, the wonderful sporting events that we love and enjoy so much. By the way, we didn't touch on the Olympics. I'm pretty sure they're going to get canceled too. Uh, although why the Japanese are taking so long to decide, I don't know. Let me think. Hmm. Oh, money. Oh, yes, that's it. That money thing gets in the way uh, of everything. So many topics to talk about, though. We'll talk about them all. We'll also look at some transfer rumors and discuss what some of the global footballers are doing to help with the pandemic as we go along and uh, continue to monitor the situation uh, in both the Premier League and the Champions League and Europa League as we get closer, I think, particularly in the Champions League and Europa League, to getting some sort of uh, restart date or restart format, something that we are definitely missing on all of the other leagues. All right, folks, that's going to wrap up the show from me. I do hope... I do hope that you will make me a regular part of your week. In the meantime, you can check out the podcast at the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V. And don't forget to join me Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Pacific, live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. Until tomorrow, stay safe and stay healthy. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.